You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. It's been a long time. Since it's our, been a long time. Our listeners yep. have heard that. Since we've both been in the slurp business. Yeah, I know, man. It's been uh, two two weeks and a day. Two weeks and two days, yeah. Yeah, long time. So we're back. We're back in saddle. Now, um, as we record th- this, I'm in Missouri. You're in Columbus. But next week, the next week for us, I'll be in Ohio. I'll be doing the couples retreat for the Cleveland Baptist Church, preaching at Cleveland right. Baptist Church, preaching at HBI, preaching in the youth teen, um, the youth uh, chapel service for their school. And then you and I, hopefully, Lord willing, will be in studio together again. Awesome. Can't wait. It's been a long time. That'll be great. It has yeah. been a while. It'll be fun. Uh, hopefully, your studio won't have burned down by then. And. Um, yeah, we'll have- I'll have to disinfect it all over again because uh, oh. Brother Hardy was here from the wrong oh. as you. But yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, so yeah, brother, <laughs> brother Wolven had a bit of a challenge this week. Um, the fire marshal stopped by in his three hundred extension cords that run his, you know, three hundred three twin towers. Three the twin towers recording. Cords, the guy's gonna write me up. So it's like, <laughs> all right, we'll get that taken care of. <laughs> And now there's I four. Now you're there's not allowed four. to use an extension cord in a no. building. Uh, no. They hate extension cords. They I hate know. Them. Yeah. Well, if you didn't have a diesel jet engine tied into the thing, maybe, maybe it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, bit, oh. that, that digital recorder really sucks the power, man. That can overload. Hey, you know, I've had a couple of days to think about this, and Uh-oh. I'm just going to be a kinder, gentler Buckeye fan today. So, oh, great. He's drunk I'm again. I'm not going to make any mention. <laughs> uh, nope, nope, nope. No mention, no inflammatory statements. We're just, oh. just going to be good, good, decent people with uh, an undefeated team that's ranked higher than that state up north. Wow. See, I told you CBD oil was the way to go for you. (laughs) (laughs) And they annihilated us last year, so congratulations. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. And uh, to every other state represented in this program, I can only imagine the other rivalries we are now having going on. I was in Tennessee when Tennessee played, um, was it Oklahoma? No, who'd they play? Um, Clemson. No, not Clemson. Who's uh, Roll Tide? Uh, Alabama. Alabama. Uh, Alabama. Yeah, yeah and they beat, beat Alabama. And beat them. Yeah, so it was a oh, sea yeah. of orange. That Sunday morning was a oh, sea yeah. of orange. I posted exactly. a picture of a guy in an orange suit. It was, it was quite a statement. <laughs> it was quite a statement. So, yeah, that was fun. So, lots of fun. Very good. Well, your week's going well. It's Wednesday, uh, midweek, as you like to say, hump day, and uh, getting over the hump of the middle of the week and on to the weekend. 
Uh, fall colors are fading. The fall colors are fading. The leaves are falling. It's sad. Kind of sad. We had a great fall this year. Were the colors good in Columbus? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Man. Very nice. Brilliant home. Brilliant. And we had some great drives coming from we we're as far south as uh, Georgia and coming back through Tennessee and, and oh, uh, beautiful. West that, Virginia. Those areas. hills and mm-hmm. mountains. Yeah. Yeah, we Just actually hit some snow. We actually hit some snow at right in Rocky Top. Rocky Top had snow, and uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. And getting ready for winter, so I went home. I only had three days. I went home. I cut my grass. Uh, I put all the the lawn furniture away. I got the snow blower out. Got it fired up, ready to go. Put it in the <laughs> garage. Got in the car and drove away, hoping never to go back until <laughs> July. <laughs> But they're going to make me go. They're going to make me. So we will be home uh, mid-November. That's my last meeting. I'll I'll do a man-up conference in Ottawa with my good friend, Brother Dave Hansen. And then uh, that's my last meeting until uh, next year. So, Yeah, as this airs, it was a couple of weeks ago, and I got everybody's attention during the announcement time because nobody pays attention during announcements, and you mm-hmm. have to give them anyway, mm-hmm. and nobody still pays attention. So mm-hmm. I said, we're two weeks away from Christmas, uh, two months away from Christmas. <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> the, oh, my goodness, it was yeah. like the 23rd, I think. So. Yeah, it's coming up fast. Yeah, Two months away. Yeah, Amazing. I got to get your present. I got to so get your get present. Me? Oh, yeah. wait yeah. till you see. I'll give you a clue. It's blue and yellow. <laughs> Nades and blue. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. technically that's the color of yellow is yeah. maize. Maize. It's like scarlet and gray. Okay. Maize and blue. Wow. Yeah. Maize as in corn. Is that ma- yep. because that's the Indian word? Absolutely. M a i z e. Yep. Yep. There you go. So, and for those in Canada, Z e. Just you know, throw that out there. But yeah. Okay. So that's that's it. It's you're gonna love it. It's gonna be awesome. Amen. I'll look forward to it. So did did you get you mine? Know, scarlet, uh, you know, scarlet and mm-hmm. gray, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, regal looking oh. maize uh-huh. after like burnt, dried up <laughs> vegetation, you know. So, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Maize beautiful. and beautiful. It, it's beautiful. really, it's it's very very nice. Yeah. 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 Canada. We go with the crimson red. The the nice bright red yeah looks good looks good on everything can't miss it there you go all right so that's our pep talk for the day let's move on to more important things my nice nice and kindler yeah kinder uh, kindler person now yep you're a kindler person i think a kindler yep <laughs> yeah that's our aim as canadians to bring peace to the globe and a a softer gentler world that's our that's our hope it's not working very good, but we're trying. <laughs> How's that working out in Russia, China, and Taiwan? It's not working out too good over there. Goodness. Oh, what a this mess. This world's a mess. Yeah, it is. They need Jesus. Needs Jesus. Boy, yeah, for needs sure. needs Jesus. Yeah. Speaking of needing Jesus, how about parents that are lost? What do you do with a parent that is lost and doesn't know Christ? I am so thankful my parents are saved. Um, didn't always live for the Lord the way they should. They got away from the Lord for a period of time, probably, oh, I'd say probably 10 years of their life where they did not live for the Lord, but came back to the things of Christ and have lived that life ever since. Not perfect by any means. None of us are, but man, I had an example. I had godly conversation. I had godly counsel. 
So praise the Lord for that. Praise the Lord. Yeah, unsaved parents, wow, it's it's difficult to reach them because they know all your faults and flaws. Yeah. And as a believer, you still have many of those faults and flaws. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lord does fill in those gaps. And over the course of time, if we follow Christ, uh, he sort of, uh, the Holy Spirit sort of fills in those gaps in our spiritual DNA. But it's a long, long process. And a victorious Christian is one that just wins more than he loses. You're yeah. never going to get to the point where you're going to have an undefeated season, so to speak, as right. as a believer. So, as you're dealing with your parents, um, you know, compassion certainly, but it, it's boldness. Mm-hmm. Anytime we're witnessing anywhere, I I was talking with my my son the other day, and you know, we think we've got to wait to have compassion to reach the lost. There, I don't find anywhere in the Bible where any of the disciples or the apostles ask God to give them compassion to witness. Mm, right. But right. they all asked for boldness. And so, you know, uh, you've got to speak up and tell the truth. And yeah. it may cause a giant fight, it may cause a giant rumble, uh, it may be decades worth of uh, meanness and. You know, uh, just all kinds of insults, and but you have to be bold. I know of more parents that have come to Christ, maybe in their later years before they stepped into eternity, because of a faithful witness for decades, than not. Mm-hmm. I feel that one of the hardest things to overcome is the parental position. I am your father. I raised you. I taught you everything you know. And now you're trying to tell me something. You're tr- you're trying to uh, almost usurp my authority by telling me that I don't know right and wrong or good and bad. And you are a kid. And it's funny, like with your boys, your boys in your mind, we know they're grown men. But there's something that still has us see them as kids sometimes in our in our minds like i'm yeah, not you know, me with, that much oh i do truly, i because yeah. that that's where that's where a lot of people you know what i'm talking about a lot of people mm-hmm. would say oh that guy was in my youth department you know mm-hmm. well yeah well he's 45 and he's pastoring yeah. 2,000 people now and you're still thinking yeah. he's you know he's the junior high kid that would right you know make farting noises you know it, no it, he's a different person you know yeah 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 i yeah i get it i get it but i still it's hard for me sometimes to not leave my kids where i saw them last almost like nate you know he's been away for a while now and i mean as a grown man when he left but there's just there's this part of me that goes back to that childhood and he'll say things he'll challenge things that i say or that i believe in there is i i can feel that it's not an anger, but it's a not frustration. I don't know what the term is, but I feel like what what is he doing trying to tell me something? You know, he's just a kid. He's not. He's thirty years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to I have to differentiate that in my mind sometimes. And you know, you see it and you get it. But yeah, there's a little bit of that. So I think you have to overcome some of that. And then I I try to think if my kids came to me and said, Dad, um, you've been an 
you know, an independent Baptist preacher your whole life, but we found something that's different and we believe it's better. We believe it's the right thing. We want to change you. We want to dissuade you from what you've believed your whole life. That'd be a very, very tough thing for anybody to do. I don't think they could do it. I wouldn't want them to do it. And that's basically what we're trying to do. Maybe they were raised in a different denomination or, you know, faith base. And we're coming to them saying, hey, you've been wrong your whole life. And we as kids have found the truth. And we're going to tell you what it is. That's hard. That's a hard thing for parents to overcome. Yeah, it is. And that's where it's the Holy Spirit that Mm -hmm. helps us. Right. No matter who it is that's hearing the truth. Because truth is truth, you know. Mm-hmm. You're you're looking at humanly the obstacles that people will have, but what breaks down those barriers is the Holy Spirit. Right. And you know whether or not they're going to listen to the Holy Spirit. That's that's sometimes that that lifelong battle. I mean, you know, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty years of of witnessing and constantly sta- sticking to your guns. You know, not not. Not letting up, not changing, not, okay, all right, go ahead and believe anything you want. But knowing, you know, truth is truth, I love you, and I'm going to miss seeing you in heaven. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to hear. What do you mean I'm not going to heaven? I'm as good as anybody else. You know, I, I know how rotten things that you've done. You know, don't you remember when you were 14 and this happened? So, um, it, it's, it, but you have to stay faithful and keep doing it keep doing it keep doing it i've told the story of my grandpa i mean my mom and her brothers and you know the spouses had witnessed to my grandpa all just about all their lives after they got saved and i had witnessed to my grandpa and you know one day he got saved and it was about a year and a half before he died but Hmm. but one day he got saved and and some people I mean, it just takes that constant, constant witness and constant testimony. And, uh, you know, our goal is that they get saved. Mm-hmm. Our goal is that they trust Christ. Our goal is that they they have their salvation secure. And so anything else that would help along that way, great. But our goal is not just to have a good family dinner. Mm-hmm. Our goal is that they get saved right i think strongly the scriptures you know keeping the scriptures before them it doesn't matter what you've been taught or believed it's the scriptures and when we show them from the scriptures over and over and over this is what the bible says doesn't matter what you were taught um if you were taught to be you know a thief your, your whole life and i can show you from the scriptures that that's wrong then it's wrong and the scriptures and i think a, a strong consistent consistent christian walk and if you as you know the child do not live that before them they're not gonna they're not gonna listen to what you say if you if you treat people wrong if you treat your family wrong if if you're argumentative if you're not the things of christ how how can you expect your parents to want to change to that but if they see a drastic change in your life where you now do serve the lord jesus christ and it is consistent over a number of years then yeah, I think parents are going to say, yeah, my, I know my kid well enough to know that there's been a change and that's a good change. And I see the need of that change in my life. And I think that's very important. And then I think grandkids, like you said, you witnessed to your grandpa. I think grandkids can have a great impact on their grandparents when it comes to the things of Christ. And even a little child saying, you know, grandpa, you know, 
Paw Paw or whatever you call him, Poppy, I, I want you to go to heaven. I want you to be in heaven Amen. with us. Man, that has a, you know, whatever those grandkids say to me, man, I, I want to make them happy. I want them to, I want them to admire me and respect me. And so that, that can have a great place as well in dealing with a lost parent. Yeah, amen. That That is exactly right. Um, we need to remember the passage of Scripture that the Lord said that he came to put a sword in the hand of family members. And, uh, you know, that he did not come to bring peace to a family. He gives peace to an individual. But but there's going to be many families that, you know, the, the son is going to rise up against his father or the mother is going to rise up against her daughter. And yeah. whenever he said that he's going to put a sword in our hand, that sword is the Scripture. Right. And as we give those verses, especially to family members and parents, uh, you know, wow, you talk about offensive, very, very offensive. And to be consistent, you are so right. I, I know of a family that, um, you know, they're all adult uh, adult people, and uh, there's one particular set in the family, the extended family, that they're, they're true believers. And then there's another uh, husband and wife in the family who say that they're believers, hmm. and they've always preached at everybody and told everybody how terrible they are and how they need the Lord's their Savior. Right. And then they ripped off their mom yes. as she was in a nursing home, like right. with thousands and thousands of dollars on her credit card and things. And, you know, and wow. Those now those unsaved extended family members, yeah. they're they're at the opinion like yeah right like we need what you have, and yes. and you know you ripped off you know your own mother don't don't give us that you know yeah I've been witnessing to my neighbors for a long time and and I, I'm going to ask that those that are listening if you would pray for my neighbors uh, the Taylors. Um, they're from Ireland. Great couple. We love them. They're they're super nice people. They're lost. They're lost. And we're hoping to go out to dinner with them uh, here in November when we get home and settled. Uh, we've already got it on the calendar. And I'm hoping in that time to be able to really give them the gospel. They know, they know we love them. We know we're praying for them. They know that um, I've shared the gospel with them. But he said to me, he said, my mom and dad, go to the same type of church that you pastored. They go to an independent Baptist church in Ireland. And he said, my brothers are, quote, Christians. And he goes, and my brothers treat my parents terrible. They, mm. they treat me terrible. They don't exemplify Jesus Christ at all. And they say they're Christians. And he made this remark, why would I want to be that? And mm. that's, a, that's a hard obstacle to overcome. And right. so... I'm going to do my best to, you know, show them that we don't we don't judge the Christian life by others. We judge the Christian life by Christ, and we want Him in our life. And here's an, an opportunity for you to really exemplify Jesus Christ in your life. So that's that's a big thing to overcome. So yeah, that that um, that life before your parents is very very important that Amen. you live it consistently before them. So there you Amen. go. We had a family in our church for many years and they since have moved to another part of the of the country but um, the wife gave the testimony that her husband had you know gone to a, an independent baptist church and gotten saved and so she just thought okay you know he's got character and he's just 
cleaning up his life. He's he's well motivated, you know. So she didn't want to have anything to do with church, and he didn't make her go or anything. And uh, but he was taking their oldest daughter, that was at that time kindergarten, first grade, and when she got in first grade, some point through her first grade year, she got saved. And that wife gave the testimony that she watched her daughter. Now her daughter was different. And she saw such a change in her daughter that after four months, then she came to Christ. Nice. Now, you don't think that a first grader would have that much to have a change in their testimony, you know? And it wasn't mm-hmm. like she was a rotten little girl or something. But uh, her mom saw there's a difference so you know it's so important for us to walk with the lord because the parents will see there's a difference absolutely well my friend our time has slipped by us once again and we'll leave it there for wednesday and head towards friday dealing with parents and we'll pick another topic up for friday dealing with a very important issue in our lives and i thank god for good parents Um, amen Love the Lord, serve the Lord, uh, instilled things of the Lord in me, my sister, and praise the Lord for that. So today from Missouri, Dad and Mom, I love you and I appreciate you. Um, Mom, I wish you knew me. I wish you knew who I was. I wish you could remember the times that we had. I wish you could remember the Lord Jesus Christ. Dad, thank you for demonstrating Christian love uh, to my mom and caring for her even in a day when she doesn't know or recognize you, but you've been faithful, and I appreciate that very, very much. I'm Al Stone. I'm with the Canadian Gospel Project, moving towards Quebec and New Brunswick and finishing off our nation with the gospel. I'm very, very, very thankful that not only did I have great role models as parents, uh, my mother and father-in-law have always Mm. been uh, just an amazing, an amazing Christian couple. And, of course, my father-in-law went home to be with the Lord about a, about a year and a half ago. And uh, my mother-in-law still has just such a tremendous testimony. She still witnesses, as she has opportunity to everybody in her extended family uh, who does not know the Lord. And she's, she's constantly just—she has ruined every mother-in-law joke that you, mm. you could ever have because mm-hmm. she is such a sweet, sweet Christian lady. So uh, I'm thankful to have such a great influence on not only me but my wife and then our our uh, children. You know, their their grandparents were people that loved the Lord and had a great example. And mm. so, uh, you know, my, my father-in-law did not advance very far in school. He was mm-hmm. working in the mines uh, when yep. he was in junior high, I think. And uh, he said one day, well, I hope these kids are, hope your kids are better than me. And I told him many times since then, Dad, if my kids turn out to be just like you, I'd be the most proud person in the world. So Amen. thank Amen. the Lord for the good blessings that we do have. Amen. And for my mother-in-law as well. What a great impact she's had on my life. Amen. My father-in-law is with the Lord. Wow. Uh, really a second mother to me in many ways. Amen. And, man, Amen. I appreciate her. God bless you today, Ma. This is Tim Talks, and we're talking about parents this week. And we're glad that uh, we've had some good ones for sure. And for those of you that haven't, man, our heart breaks. And maybe we'll talk about that on Friday, just talking about Amen. you know homes where parents aren't what they should have been. This is Tim Talks, the 
Tim Talks. And we're yes. glad that you're a part of us. We'll be back on Friday. Have a great day, eh? You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.